player 2 has joined the game. Hey yo, what's up everybody? Welcome to episode 175 of the Two Player Co-op Podcast. As always, I'm one of your hosts here, Kevin, along with my brother from my mother from very far away, Sean. How are we doing? We're doing okay. Um, we are, as you could see, if you're at youtube.com slash two player co-op, we are social distancing now. Um, we're trying our best to record this and have it be somewhat good quality, but if there are audio issues or if our mouse aren't synced up, if you're watching on YouTube, just bear with us. We're trying to figure out this whole thing. I'm trying to use OBS to do this and it, for some reason it keeps making Sean's, uh, camera keep jumping like crazy and that just is what it is. So we're going to see what happens, but. If this is the first time you're seeing us, this is the two-player co-op podcast where just about every week two brothers get together to tell you everything you need to know about in the world of video games. If you like that, make sure you go to youtube.com slash two-player co-op, hit the subscribe button, hit the like button, and make sure you hit that bell so you get notified every time we post a video. If you really like us, Sean, you don't even need to do the magic hands because who even knows. If you really like us, you can go to patreon.com slash two-player co-op. Just like I don't, I think that was the wrong way. Just like our producers Steve <laughs> Appleton and Aunt Sue did, as well as our affiliates Logan Wilkinson and James Solar. If you like merch, you can go to Teespring.com/stores/two-player-co-op, and you can go to Twitch.tv/two-player-underscore-co-op as well. However, with our life situation right now, mine and my wife trying to run a school virtually out of our house. The The podcast studio is getting repurposed uh, five days a week as a safe haven for the kids to come and, and get on Zoom calls and do all that stuff with reliable internet. Um, so we probably won't be twitching for a while until we ride out this insanity together. Um, but still go over there, give us a follow, like, sub, whatever the heck it is. I don't even know. Um, but yeah, so again, we're recording this remotely. Give us some grace if there's any issues with sound quality. If one of us is louder than the other, we don't have a Kevin. We just have me, um, and I am a Kevin, but I'm just saying we don't have a Kevin monitoring this because I don't know how loud I am, and I don't know how – I mean, I know how loud Sean is, but that's based on just what I'm hearing, so just bear with us if it's not perfect. Um, Sean, yes. how are you holding up? Uh, I'm doing okay. Uh, it hit me as I was telling you, um, today's Sunday as we're recording this. Uh, so Thursday and Friday, it's been beautiful out here. Um, and then, so Thursday we, uh, took the baby and the dog out for a walk just to get outside for a little bit. Um, Friday was like equally as nice and Friday morning it hit me that, Thursday, when we went for that walk, that was the first time I've been out of my house wow. that, that whole week. So I just, at lunchtime, I just jumped in my car and just drove and just put the windows down and turned the music up and just like drove around town for a bit. And it, I felt like a new man afterwards. It was just like, I don't know, reinvigorating. And I don't know, it was just so nice just to get out. Um, a lot of cabin fever. Um, but what are you going to do? 
things could always be worse. Yeah, and hopefully they're not going to get too much worse, but I really just, I have no idea. And I'm trying to monitor the levels just in OBS to make sure we're both talking at about the same level. So I just turned you down a little bit. You don't have to change anything. I'm trying to monitor it over here. So just do what you do. Do what it, do, 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 I don't even know. Um, Do what it do. Yeah, just let it do what it do. I'm kind of going crazy. Um, It's been two weeks now. Well, you have a lot of children in your house. (laughs) Two weeks home with four kids and then this last week trying to work from home while Jess is also trying to plan the school for the rest of the year and everything. It's just, and also for like ever, it was raining essentially every day here. So it's like they can't even go out and play without getting covered in mud. It's like Sean was saying, it was nice for a few days. It stormed last night. It's nice here again now. It's like 65 and sunny. It's absolutely beautiful. Um, but yeah, it's just between balancing work personal and then trying to keep this channel up and running and figure out how to let us be able to actually uh podcast um yeah it's been it's been interesting i'll say that but i think we're doing it we're we're doing the best we can just like everybody is and hopefully we're here to entertain all of y'all um and again if there's any issues with quality or anything like that if our mouths don't line up bear with us if this doesn't work what i'm doing and it looks way too messed up, then next week we'll just do a Google Hangout. We'll just record that way. But if this does work, then that does give me hope for whenever we get back together that now we know how to have guests on and actually have it work. So if this works, that actually will be really nice for me. So, well, for us, but you know what I mean? It'll it'll make me happy that we figured out how to do this. So. Yeah, uh, I watched this past week. I did rewatch Batman vs Superman last night. I'm not going to talk about that. It, it's almost like last night. It was there was parts of it that were making me happy, more happy than I remember them making me. But there were parts that just made me so mad. And by the time I got to the end, where Superman actually spoiler alert was killed, I just turned it off. I was like, I don't even want to watch this. I'm going to bed. Um, because th- there's like a 45 minute funeral scene and then it means nothing. And then the dirt goes up and that means nothing in justice league. So whatever, but check out my Twitter for some of my live, uh, live tweeting thoughts. But I did Sean watch, uh, Bernardo gave me the idea because I don't remember what happened, but he was tweeting about Ninja Turtles, the movie or something. And so I looked on Amazon because I didn't have the original Ninja Turtles or secret of the ooze on Blu-ray. And I said, what the heck? It was on sale for, I don't remember, 15 bucks for all three movies. And did you know, I forgot this, Turtles 3 is actually called Turtles in Time. Is it really? Yeah, it's called, it says it right on the box, Ninja Turtles 3, Turtles in Time. And I was like, wow. I mean, it makes sense because they go back in time, but I did not remember that actually having that subtitle that the much better game had as well. I yeah, I don't remember that at all. That movie literally one time. Yeah. I think I have as well. Because I don't think we had it on video. No, because it sucked. Well, yeah. So I think I probably saw it in theaters and then... So wait, you haven't watched that one yet? Not yet. The boys want to watch it, but I'm like, just so you know, there's like, there's no shredder. They're samurai for most of it, and they're back in time, and that's really all that I remember, other than it wasn't very good. I think somehow April goes with them. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. But at some point, we'll probably watch it, and I'll report back, but I'm not looking forward to it. 
Yeah. Um, but one and two are still awesome. Shockingly, both boys agree that they did think Ninja Turtles 1 is the better movie. I thought because 2 was more comedic and zany and stuff that they would have liked that better, but they both like 1 better, and I said that is that is the correct choice, and I was very happy to to see that. So, See, I don't know. I think you're probably right. I do think that 1 is probably the better one, but they're almost so... They're almost as different, not not so much the visual aspect, but I don't know. They're almost as different as those movies are from the more recent ones. Like the first one was so like just dark and gritty and kind of like the comic book was. And then the second one was more just, I don't know. Not that it wasn't serious, but it was a lot more like lighthearted i guess it was more kind of like the cartoon compared to the comic books right but they're both great when i told them that i was like hey guys do you know who's playing super shredder when we got to that point they're like no obviously i don't know dad who is it and i told him it was kevin nash and first they said who the hell is that they didn't say that but they said who is (laughs) kevin nash and i said that's the wrestler like diesel and they're like wait really like yeah he's seven feet tall so they're like hey come be super shredder and incidentally i did see that he just put on excuse me an instagram the other day that he got a residual check from ninja turtles 2 for one penny so he's raking in the money from (laughs) the secret of those like i'm confused like he was making more than that probably 20 years ago from it, but or 20, 25 years, I don't know, 30, almost 30. Years. Yeah. It came like, out in 91, I think, or 92. I forget. But yeah, so, but if they keep re-airing it or selling DVDs and Blu-rays and stuff, he's going to get whatever his contract dictates that he get, which was for this last con for this last check, it was one penny. Wow. So shout out to Big Sexy. No, good for him. Yeah, shout out to Big Sexy Kevin Nash. Uh, Sean, anything else you got before we get into what we've been playing? Um, I don't know. I got nothing. Sean, I have something to ask you. Yes. Last week on the podcast, we talked about Animal Crossing. And you said, yes, to paraphrase, there's no way you would spend $60 on this game. And then I look at Twitter, not 24 hours later, and you're like, I don't remember what the tweet <laughs> said, but it was, yeah, well, quarantine has taken a dark turn at the White House or whatever you said. So, Sean, first off, why are you the way that you are? And second of off, second off. What do you think of Animal Crossing since, unless you got a review code and I don't know it, you did decide to spend $60 on this game. Please, God, try to sell me on what in the hell Animal Crossing is. So what got me into it, one of the streamers, YouTubers, whatever that I watch, there's a lot of um, Mario Maker posted a video, uh, a Let's Play it was a stream and then he posted it on YouTube. So I watched it not live of like the first three hours of the game. And I'm like, I want to see what this game 
actually is because I really didn't know. I knew nothing about it. Um, and then when I started watching him, I'm like, okay, this I can see how this kind of looks fun. But what is it? What do you do? So you have your own island, and you start off with a couple other like animal, like anthropomorphic animals um, on the island with you. And you are just kind of elected or like chosen as like the island. They call it like the island representative, resident representative or something like that. And so you're not like in charge, but you're kind of, you know, like running the show sort of. And there's these other guys. So there's Tom Nook. Yeah. And then these little, I don't, I don't know if they're his kids. Or I don't know if they're even related, but there's, and then there's Tommy and Timmy. <laughs> and so you can just do stuff. Um, and you can, you know, each for each, uh, Island has a native fruit. So you either have like oranges, apples, pears, cherries, or peaches, something else. Maybe. Um, and they grow all over your island and you can grab them and you can sell them to Tommy or Timmy. I don't remember which one. And they buy them off you. Um, you can just go around your island picking up weeds and stuff and they'll buy those, obviously, for not very much. You can like go around the, the beaches and look for seashells. You can fish. You can catch bugs. You can eventually you you can start crafting stuff so you can make an axe and a shovel and you know a fishing pole and a bug catching net and a slingshot and uh what else a ladder to like climb up cliffs and stuff like that so you can access more and more of your island and you can you can like pull up flowers you can chop down trees for wood you can uh dig and try to find like buried stuff and you can sell all this stuff um, for bells right for bells bells is like the currency okay and so you can travel to other islands there's like random um like procedurally generated islands you can fly to and just get a bunch of stuff from there like maybe they have different fruit than you do and the fruit that's not native to your island sells for like 500 a piece versus your own fruit sells for 100 piece. So you can go and like collect fruit from other islands. You can maybe find some flowers that you don't have and bugs that aren't at your island and other loot and stuff you can then bring back and sell or use to craft other stuff and whatever. Um, and on these other islands, you can find these other animals that you can convince to come move to your island and then after a few days they'll show up and then tom nook is like hey we've got this new getaway package um you know for these these people that you wanted to move to the island you know why don't you go ahead and find spots on the island where you want them to build their house and by the way we want to make sure they feel welcome so let's go ahead and give them some furniture each a uh, plot of land will say what kinds of stuff you need to provide before they'll move in. And some of them have like certain tables and chairs. The other ones have other different things, whatever. So now these other people move to your Island. Um, 
you can continue to like upgrade. So you start with a tent. Everybody starts with a tent and then they become a house and then you can upgrade your house and you can, um, you have like a, like a pole vault stick that you can use to like, um, like Luke Skywalker and the last Jedi to like go over like the water. But eventually you can, when you get enough money, you can start building bridges. So you don't have to do that anymore. Like death. And you have a ladder that you can set up to climb up cliffs. And like eventually you can <laughs> eventually when you get enough money or bells, you can build like ramps and stuff. Um, so it's just, it's like, it's kind of like a Sim city desert Island kind of thing. You're trying to build this society and you get to like, decorate your house you can buy furniture you can customize it you can build all these other things and i don't know it's just like a it's a yeah it's like a sim city kind of thing it's like it feels very mobile game ish it's the kind of thing where you can just log on and um it all happens in real time so if you're you have to say whether you're in the northern hemisphere or southern hemisphere. So I put northern, but I guess I could have put southern. And so it knows that I'm in the northern hemisphere. So come like November, December, if I'm still playing it, then it'll be winter on the island. And I don't know what that's going to change, but things will be different. And during different seasons, like different fish are available and different bugs that you can catch are available. Um, but I don't know. You just kind of it's a simulation kind of thing. But it is fun. I don't know how long. I'm not saying I'm getting sick of it already. I've put in a lot of. I've probably played it 15 hours already. Um, wow. <laughs> but I don't know. I do think I will probably get sick of it eventually. I mean, you do with any game. Um, but I don't know. I mean, it's fun. I enjoy it. So is this kind of like second life meets harvest moon or something like there's obviously there's no action in this game or anything like that. So is it kind of like a second life thing mixed with harvest moon mixed with sim city, but really you're just, you're not building a city. You're just building your own. Yeah. I say, I say sim city. It's really closer to the Sims. Okay. Really? It's, it's a much more micro scale. Um, I never played Second Life, but what I know of it, yeah, you're just, you're this, you have your in-game avatar and you can go to other people's islands and like trade stuff with them because if they have a different fruit that's native to their island, I could bring a bunch of oranges and be like, hey, these are worth more to you than they are to me, so why don't you give me some of your cherries or apples or whatever, we'll make a trade and then I'll be on my way and we can sell them and make a lot of money and blah, 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 blah. Um, but it's cool, like, just randomly, like, uh, like tomorrow, if I log in, you know, they'll be like, Hey, good morning, everyone. Here's your announcements for the day, whatever. And they might, you know, sometimes they're just like, eh, there's no real announcements. Just go, go about your way and have fun. Hmm. And then other times they might be like, wow, uh, we've, you know, been doing a lot of business at the store. Like what just happened to me now is we've been doing a lot of business at the store. We're going to go ahead and upgrade the shop to give you more options to buy. So it'll be under construction for the day, but it'll be back up and running tomorrow. And so just like random stuff like that happens. So it just seems like there's always, now I don't know when that'll run out, but it seems like there's always just something random that could happen any day to like add something new to the game. And so I don't know. We'll see. I think my, uh, enjoyment of the game will basically go as long as they continue to 
introduce cool new stuff like that. And if all of a sudden I'm playing for like weeks on end and every day they're like, oh, no announcements, just go do your thing. Then I'm going to be like, okay, well this is, it's probably going to start to get boring, but it seems like there's a lot of stuff that can happen. So uh, I twisted that the wrong way. I'm trying to hide the barcode. Sorry if that's loud. Um, this just seems like it should be a free to like you said, it, it, it does sound like a mobile game. It sounds like this should be something that's free to start. Like, do you think this was worth $60? Uh, it depends on how long I play it. Okay. I guess I don't regret it by any means. Okay. Now, if I all of a sudden tomorrow wake up and I'm like, you know, I'm just done with this game, then I'll probably regret it. But I mean, if I can continue to play it for weeks and still enjoy it, I think it's worth it. Uh, But I did have that same kind of thought. But that's kind of what gives me hope in that Nintendo does a lot of weird things, but they tend to do their games right. And so I don't really feel like they're going to make you pay $60 for a game that you can go and experience everything there is to do in the game over just a week or two. So I feel like there's probably a lot in store. Um, you can do stuff where you can, so it's based on real time, but you can go in and set your switch time. You can change like the dates on it to move ahead more quickly. This is the, I saw a video on Twitter. This is the time travel stuff. Okay. Yeah. So I saw a video on Twitter the other day and I kind of wish I hadn't, um, of somebody who apparently spent a lot of time doing this. Like they're way into the future now and they've got like legit roads and stuff on their island, which I didn't even know was a thing. So I don't know. Like my island is still mostly just trees. I've got my house. I've got five other people living there. So there's five other houses. There's the shop. There's like the island resource center thing. And then other than that, it's just like nature. It's a bunch of trees, there's beaches, there's, you know, stuff like that. So I don't know. I'd like to believe that since they they are charging, you know, this is a full price game. I would assume there's a lot that I haven't even you know begun to scratch the surface of yet. Um, but I don't know. I enjoy it. I think the jury's still out on whether it's actually worth sixty dollars or not. I'm definitely enjoying it, but like I said, if if all the newness has worn off, I feel like in the next couple weeks I might be a little disappointed. But I don't think it will. Is there any way I would like this game at all? Um, it depends on... So you're not really big into mobile games. But what I remember, the one you really enjoyed was SimCity. Yep. And so this definitely has a little bit of that to it. The downside, what I will say... I mean, I don't know if it's a downside, but just something to consider. Um, I don't know if you even would think that Nick and Noah would even enjoy this game. However, when you get this game, you have one island. It's not like you can create different accounts. Like Even if you choose your profile and they choose theirs, when you go into the game, it goes to the same island. So whether that helps or hurts its cause, I don't know. But just FYI, you can't all have your own island. Now, maybe it's more fun to just share an island and every day, you know, people can go, I don't know. It's... I enjoy it. I think it's kind of fun. Um, but yeah, it's not, there's no action. There's been more action in Death Stranding than there has been in this game. Wow. <laughs> um, 
but I don't know. It's it's definitely different, but it's been fun. All right. Well, I'm happy for you. Um, I'm glad. It was just so funny to see. What, like when I was scrolling through Twitter that night, I was like, wait, what the hell? What, what did we just talk about? And then Solar was like, didn't you <laughs> literally just say on the stream last night that you wouldn't pay $60 for this? Oh. Well, to be fair, I said I wouldn't just take a flyer on it for $60. Right. I did a lot of research. I looked up some Let's Plays. I saw what I was getting myself into, and it seemed fine. And I'm in a quarantine, so it's like I need something to pass the time. So, But you, you would say so far this year, this is your game of the year because you haven't played anything else. It is my game <laughs> of the year so far, yes. I think that will move down to third over the next couple of weeks. Yes. But as of right now, it's number one. I, I think I think mine will too. Um, although Top Run, Top Run came out this year, so I guess I've played three games. Um, but have you played – did you play anything else this week or is it just Animal Crossing? That's pretty much it. I played some Mario Maker earlier, but yeah, nothing big. So I played – I did the Let's Play if you guys didn't – see it yet go check it out on our channel i did a let's play of twin breaker um funny thing just like everybody is biased against colin moriarty all of a sudden i went to bed we had 10 or 11 likes on it on the first day and then i woke up the next day and we were down to three and i was like oh that's weird because the views didn't drop or anything so youtube what are you doing but anyways twin breaker is now again like i think it was derek that commented on on the let's play and he said, if Colin wasn't involved with this game, literally no one would play it. And while I do say that's true, I definitely would never, I wouldn't have even spent 10 bucks on this game like I did if this wasn't uh, involving Colin and Chris. I will say, though, if they weren't involved, this game wouldn't have been made. Like I heard them, I haven't gotten through the whole podcast yet, but I'm a, you know, Patreon supporter for Colin. And on the Friday, Sacred Symbols Plus, he was talking to Barry over at Lily Mo games about creating the game and the process and everything. And so now we know from Sony talking about backwards compatibility, there's over 4,000 games on the PS4. They could only find including their game four brick breakers on PS4 period. So it's a genre that used to be super popular that obviously is not now what he has seen anecdotally is people have actually been finding it that don't even know who Colin is or anything. They're just like, holy crap, a brick breaker? Yes. Um, and Corey Barlog bought it, and he was tweeting at Colin on, on Twitter, obviously. But Colin was saying that was just like the most amazing feeling that, that Corey Barlog went out and actually bought his game. Like, the director of God of War. And uh, Druckmann, too. Druckmann, too. But he did say, he said... Full disclosure, he did send Druckmann a code because Druck, oh, yeah, Druckmann tweeted him about it, like to say congrats or something. And Colin's like, hey, you know, thank you for that. Do you want a code? Do you want to try it out? So he didn't buy it, but Corey did. Corey did not reach out for code or anything. So he he bought it and he's loving it. Um, I will say, so I did the Let's Play the first 10 levels. Um, what you didn't see in that Let's Play is after after you get through the first 10 levels, you go from the paddles being on the bottom to the paddles being on the side for, for levels 11 through 20. And that was fine. You get used to it again. It, it's like, it's like rubbing your belly and tapping your head at the same time. It's, it's tough, but what's really like rubbing your belly and tapping your head at the same time is when you get to levels 21 through 30 and you have four paddles, you have two on the bottom and two on the sides. 
and it's just like you think it would be it's you use the right stick for both of these paddles over here i don't even know which way i'm pointing and your left stick for these over here <laughs> so you go up and down or left and right and that pretty much broke my brain um and listening to colin talk to barry the way you get better like to get a ranks or s ranks and everything and again i i, I will say now i don't think i'm going to get the platinum in this game you have to get 20 s ranks now there are 20 stages that are just either the paddles on the bottom or the paddles on the side. So he said, if you practice enough, he thinks most people can get S ranks on there. But the trick to getting an S rank is it seems like it's beating the level quickly, but it's also beating the level quickly without dying. If you die and then you, you know, if you saw in the let's play, you spent a hundred points to buy an extra life, you can't get the S rank. So with that in mind, I'm like, I'm going to play through the game. I'm now through level, I want to say I'm up to like 36 or something out of 40. So I'll beat it here maybe tonight, maybe tomorrow. Um, and then I'll kind of see where I'm at. But yeah, I don't know that I'm going to get the platinum in this, much less get it twice. But if I can figure this out and get better at it, maybe. Um, but going back to the original point, if this game didn't exist, it, or this game, no one would care about this game if it wasn't for Colin. I definitely wouldn't have bought it, but it's a lot of fun. It really is. Once you start to wrap your mind around the best way to control both sides, like really you got to look at the, the way I got my brain to work is to just say, look, in my mind, I, I basically split, split the screen into left side, right side. And only instead of worrying about like there was times where I would be, even if the ball's bouncing around over here, I'd be moving the other stick just because I'm like, no, you can't do that. You just look at this side and until the ball, unless you get like one of the power-ups that like makes the speed go faster, or if it's been bouncing around forever, you don't need to worry about it. Just surprising you and going from the left side of the screen over the right side. Like it's, it's not going to happen. So really you need to just think about it in two halves of the screen and just play it accordingly. Um, but I do like it. I really like it. It's probably like a, I don't know. It's like a seven. I mean, as much as I love Colin, I guess what a lot of people said in the reviews is they didn't like the story, but I'm like, but the story is just kind of there. If you want it, it's not like all the cutscenes are completely yeah. skippable. You don't have to pay attention to any of the story. If you don't want, if you just want to break bricks, you can just break bricks. So I think that's dumb, but I also think, I think the Metacritic was right around a 70. I forget, which is what I would say about a seven out of 10. Um, but I do feel like people are kind of probably being a little unfair because it's Colin, um, which is not, it's not shocking, um, but it's fun. I'm definitely going to beat it. I'll see where I am. Nick was playing it earlier. Um, Jess wanted to take a shot at it last night and she's like, this looks easy. I'm like, okay, here you go. And it was like, bink, bink, I'm like, you have to move both sticks, huh? And she's like, nope, okay, I'm done here. You you can take it back. I'm like, yeah, that's that's what I thought. It's not as easy as it looks for sure, just because it's old graphics. Um, but I really like Twin Breaker. What 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 did you think? The the little bit you watched me on the stream, what it, it does it interest you at all? Would you want to just download it for me and just and see? Or what 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 do you think? Oh, it definitely I used to play, I couldn't tell you what it was, but there was some game back like I was probably in college, but there's some like go to brick breaker kind of game that I would play online. Some free like arcade website. I don't remember what it was. Was it like a new version but of I, Arkanoid I, maybe? Maybe. I don't know. Okay. But, 
but I, I mean, in general, I like brick breakers. This is definitely a, a different spin on it with the dual stick kind of thing. And so I've never played any like that, but I, I'm sure I would enjoy it. Um, and 40 levels seems about right. I feel like any more, it would just kind of be like, okay, come on. Like, even though I liked it, like Dr. Mario, there were way too many levels in that game yeah. and not enough changing. So 40 levels for this game seems about right. Um, I would probably give it a try. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's fun. It's brick breakers have never been my favorite genre. I feel like I played one on a Blackberry way back when, like when I first started with AT&T or something, I feel like that was like past. It was like better than, you know, just snake on Nokia's back in the day. But before we got to real mobile games, I feel like there was a brick breaker that I played on Blackberry and I don't even really remember Arkanoid. That's one of those. That's just seems like it's a, a blind spot for me, but it's definitely fun. And I wanted to support Colin. So I'm I'm happy for him. I'm happy for Barry. Um, the other thing that I did think was funny listening to that Sacred Symbols Plus podcast was Barry was talking about how he got into games. So he's made three games so far. He made Perils of Baking, which is kind of like a platformer with really, really, really bad, like almost like Atari graphics because he had to do the art himself for that because he didn't have anybody to do the art. And then Habroxia, which I guess you can save Colin in. Um, and then twin breaker and they're actually, so they said there, there is going to be a twin breaker too. There's going to be a Habroxia too. And then they want to do a JRPG next, Sean. Um, he did say wow. they also really want to do a strategy, like a tactics kind of RPG, but he said those, the, the reason you don't see a lot of those games is they are so complicated and intric intricate and to like program them and do all the systems and everything that it's just, they don't have the expertise to do that, but that's his goal eventually down the road. Um, but so he uses game maker, um, and he kind of taught himself. He, he dropped out of college. He, he did something else for a while. He got into making games. He had some programming background and everything, but now I'm like, what the hell? I'm in quarantine. I think I might just download game maker studio and just see if I can do anything. Cause again, I have an idea for a game for the two of us. Um, if I had to make it myself, it would probably be like one level long, maybe like five, if, we, if I could figure it out. But it might be fun to just mess around with in this new world that we're in. So I'm not making any promises, trust me. But um, just to hear somebody talk about why don't you, why don't you just get uh, just go get Dreams? I'm not well. Game Maker Studio I think is free. Dreams is forty bucks, and I don't know. I don't not having a keyboard and mouse. I don't know how anybody does anything in that stupid game. And also if I made a platformer just per se with the two of us in it, Nintendo would probably come after us like they did dreams. So, um, so that's it for twin breaker. Pretty fun game. It came out at the right time. I think with everything going on in the world and you just need something simple. Like when I get sick of the game, I'm going to talk about next. It's nice to just be like, okay, I'm done. Let me go fire up twin breaker and see what I can do. But that other game that I've been playing. Well, yep. Go so ahead. to be fair, I had the, the same thought about animal crossing. Like I think if it wasn't quarantine, I probably wouldn't have got the game. It just, it's not to make light of the situation, but it dropped at like the perfect time. It's the kind of game that you can just casually play, like casually play, but play for hours on end. And it's when nobody has really anything else to do right now. I mean, it was the perfect time for it. So 
Yep, agreed. Or you could also go play Death Stranding for crying out loud. If you would have put 15 hours into Death Stranding, you'd be into like chapter five I or six. Chapter three. No, don't be smart. <laughs> you'd be into chapter five, maybe six. And you'd be like, okay, this game actually got good. But nevertheless, you'll get back to it at some point. Um, the other game I've been playing is Doom Eternal. And this game, like, I played it for about an hour last night. and Or no, the night before. And it's... I'm progressing slowly in this game, but this game is so damn difficult that it's it's not even just that it's difficult because it is, and I'm playing on normal, but I am starting to get the feel. What, what I noticed about the last time I played it was I'm starting to get the feel of how, like I was talking about last week, like how you do glory kills for health or whatever it is, chainsaw for ammo, and then you can use like your flamethrower to get armor off of people and kill them to get armor and stuff. I'm starting to get the feel for how you're supposed to, because really it's like you go into these, not really rooms, but these areas where it's just like you might solve a little puzzle or something, you go in an area and then it's just gore, death metal, and you know you're going to have to clear out everybody in this room to be able to get out of the room or the area to go to the next part of the level. Another like puzzle solving, platforming, whatever, which I'll talk about in a minute. But it's about seeing you you learn obviously what the the lower level enemies are you learn the easiest way to kill them you can use basically any gun you have like i said once you get the the flamethrower you can do that if you need armor if you've got gas for your chainsaw you can run up and just cut them in half to get ammo or you can just shoot them until they blink you do a glory kill so you get health so you start to learn the resource management part of this but i can really only take it for like an hour at a time before it just gets so damn intense that i'm like I can't handle this anymore right now. I have to just turn it off for the night and come back the next day or a couple days later. Um, I don't even know. I'm going after the second hell priest, whatever. I think I'm getting close to fighting him, I guess, but I don't really know. But man, this game, it's beautiful. It is crazy. It is so intense. It is so difficult. But like I just kind of hinted at there, the one thing I really do not like about this game, which I talked about last week as well, but I've done more of it now, is the platforming in this game. It's not fun. And like I got to this area on like this snow planet or something where I beat all these enemies and I got to this new enemy that's almost like a, I'm going to call it a Medusa because it's like a Medusa, but it's a dude. And he's like snaking around and everything and he's tough to hit because he's so fast. Killed a couple of them, killed whatever. You get a rocket launcher finally, which I was like, hell yeah. I haven't gotten the super shotgun yet. I hear everybody talking about the super shotgun. I'll be very excited when I get that. It's, it'll, be, it'll, be, it'll be tremendous. Um, but so you get to this part where you kill everybody and I'm like, okay, I jump up into this thing and there's a switch that you got to hit. So you punch the switch and you hear like tick, 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 tick. So you know it's not going to last for long. I have to punch the switch, run out of the hallway, jump out of that hallway, land on a bar while I'm in the air, turn around, jump again, dash to get onto this other platform, jump off of that, dash to this other wall, climb up that wall, jump to the wall behind me. And this took me 10, 15 tries. So what happens is when you hit the switch, you go and jump on the bar. When you jump off that bar and you turn around, like I said, and you do another jump in the air, that's where there's a there's something that's time to go. It's it's only up where you need it to be for it feels like five seconds. And if you don't hit it perfectly, you can't get you can't get to it to jump to the next wall, to jump to the wall behind you and blah, 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 blah. And I got it once. 
after two or three tries and I went up there and I got a power up or something. I got a rune. I don't remember what it was. And then I'm like, I don't see where to go. So I jump back down and then I'm like, I look at the map. I'm like, Oh, you stupid idiot. You needed to be up there. You just needed to look up and jump up and go across. And I didn't do that. So I had to do it again. It took me like 15 tries and I was about ready to quit. You get through that. Then you've got these other platforming sections where you've got to jump across like this huge like canyon. And in the air, you have to shoot this green thing to make it red, to make a wall open. And then you have to dash through it to get to the wall to climb up. And it's like, I just want to shoot things and like rip them in half with a chainsaw. I don't want to do this. So I really like Doom. It's not going to, it's my game of the year right now, just by default almost. I wonder at the end of the year with some of the heavy hitters we're coming that that we have coming out how this will rank for me. Right now, I I would say it's just good. It's not the type of game for me, but I was bored, so I got it because I was like, I don't have anything else to play other than Hellblade, which I haven't gone back to. I will once I beat Doom. But yeah, does any of that sound like anything you would? I know you said you'd probably want to give it a try just because we both like the same kind of first person shoot, and I haven't tried multiplayer at all, and I probably never will. But does anything about Doom like sound appealing to you? To some extent, I, I long for the days of like old, not literally old Doom, but like I don't like having to think about how am I going to kill this enemy? Do I need health? Do I need armor? Do I need ammo? Hmm, I need blank, which means I need to kill this guy with this weapon instead. Like I wouldn't want to that would just drive me nuts. I just want to be able to kill everybody. But then when you talk about it that way, to me, that that's the kind of first person shooter I don't tend to like. Like when I tried playing uh, Destiny 2, I played for 30, 40 minutes. I'm just like, this is just boring to me. It was just, I just, I don't know. So it's something that whenever I can leave the house again and I'm over at your house, like I would maybe try it out. I don't know that I'm going to bother trying to download it here or anything, but it's something that I feel like I need to at least experience, but I don't know. Yeah. But like I said, you do get the handle for it. Again, it took me maybe two, three hours to figure out the loop of just realizing almost innately what you're supposed to do. Like you look at your health, you look at your armor, you look at your ammo and it's like, okay, this is how I need to kill this person. And it almost becomes second nature, but, and there is still armor and health and uh, ammo around the level. So it's not like there's none, but it's just, there's not a lot. So you really need to manage the way you're killing people to make sure you're able to stay alive and go from there. Right. All right, Sean, you want to get in the news of the week? There's not much. Let's do it. I don't have the button, so I, I forgot to plug that in. So let's just get into it. Um, this <laughs> this was one of the slowest news weeks I can remember. Um, so there's just three items here, and they're all very, very quick. One of them I probably wouldn't have even talked about if not for it being a slow week. So this week, Sony, Microsoft, and GameStop all did come out to say that both consoles are still on track to come out this holiday. So apparently China has been getting back. Um, I've seen some of this from who we work for too, with, with factories coming back online over there and stuff. Um, but yeah. both consoles should be coming out. They both, they did update the, they did update the PS five website. It does now still, they updated it and it still says holiday 2020. They had a PR spokesperson come out and say, yes, it's coming out holiday 2020. Um, 
Of course, there still could be shortages. That's one thing. I don't know how many they're going to be able to make, and I don't know that they know how many they're going to be able to make either. Um, and Microsoft did also say that Halo Infinite is also still on track to release holiday 2020 as well. Sony did, however, warn that their upcoming first-party games could be delayed due to the coronavirus. I have seen anecdotally a lot of people online talking about how Sony should just delay The Last of Us Part Two because of what's going on in the world. Not because they would have to because of production or anything like that, but just because it's not a good time to release it now. I don't agree with that at all. Um, they've already delayed it three and a half months from its original release date. I think we've been seeing this game for four years now, give or take. Um, I don't think, I, I think last of us part two could be very cathartic for a lot of people. That's how I kind of think of it right now. I think it would be a good escape from everything we're all dealing with in reality. Um, but Sean, what do you think on hopefully both consoles still coming out this year? Sony warning that some first party games could be delayed, which really that just means if we're being honest, Last of Us 2 and Ghost of Tsushima, because they've got nothing else that we know of right now. Um, and then some people thinking they should just delay The Last of Us 2 because we're in a pandemic. Um, what do you think, Sean? Um, I'm glad to hear them all say that everything's still coming out this holiday. Um, I don't know that i fully believe it but it at least makes me happy that they came out and said it because that means they haven't just thrown in the towel yet um but i'll believe it when i see it i guess but at least they are saying the right thing so that makes me feel a little better um i don't feel like they should delay this game i like you said it was a good point i do think it would probably be cathartic for a lot of people and just, I mean, you're really, that's a bit of a stretch to compare The Last of Us to what's going on now. I mean, I kind of get it, but like, I mean, it's not to downplay it, but I mean, it's basically a zombie game. Yeah. Like, yeah, I mean, should Resident Evil not come out either? Like, ooh, people can you know, get this virus and it can be spread like, shut up. I'm sorry, but no, do not delay this game. That is stupid. Just, just, oh God, we, I don't know. we, all, no, I don't think it's a good idea. We all got to be upset about something, I guess. Yeah. But you make a very good point yeah. there. Like resident evil is actually based on a virus and that game is coming out as we're yeah. posting this in just a few days, but nobody's saying anything about that. But for some reason, the last of us is being singled out. I think it's all stupid. Um, and I don't think they yeah. will delay it unless they have to delay it for maybe like a couple weeks just because of um, manufacturing the, the discs or something like that. Right. If that happens, I mean, that's totally understandable. But to electively delay it because it's, you know, it's too real. Give me a break. Yep. I agree. All right. Next, Sean. There was a quick short interview about final fantasy seven remake which we are now just about a week and a half away from coming out i cannot even believe that that's true um but just a few quick points here um they did confirm that some sections of midgar that were previously just implied will now be fully realized and explorable end game content has officially been confirmed which 
I assumed there would be, but I guess people were very worried that worried that there wouldn't be. And they did say that the game will quote be comparable in size to other mainline Final Fantasy games. Sean, anything that jumps out to you there, or anything that concerns you, or anything that makes you happy? Uh, the first two, um, to be honest, I'm not even quite sure what they're getting at. That third point about being comparable in size to other mainline Final Fantasy games, that I'm excited for this game. And I know if they're going to sell this as a full price game, you need to it's it's got to be like it's a standalone game. But that also kind of scares the crap out of me to think that like as big as Final Fantasy 15 was this game is going to be comparable to that just all in Midgar. And I mean, there's plenty to do in Midgar for sure. But like you, I think in the original game, if you know what you're doing and you're not wandering around lost or whatever, you can be, so you can start the game and be done with Midgar probably within, I don't know, a few hours. Yeah. I was going to say like four or five hours, much longer than that. Yeah, so obviously this game, I mean, it's going to be way longer than that, but I mean, to me, the more Final Fantasy VII, the better. I guess in my head, without really thinking of it, I was just kind of picturing this game as being like a 15 to 20 hour game, but it seems like this may be way longer than that. So uh, now... What are they saying when they say end game content has been confirmed? I don't know. I guess just after you actually beat Final Fantasy VII, you can still oh that you can continue yeah. to oh okay um uh, hmm see that's interesting to me okay I mean I guess I guess you could do it unless it's one of those things where it's like you save the game right before you beat the boss, you know, the final boss of the game. And then you can always just load that save up and yeah, you beat the boss, but you can go back and fight it again and again and again, or you can just go and leave and do other stuff. I don't know that the story would continue. I don't know. Maybe it would. I don't know. I'm curious to see how they do that. But yeah, I think it would be more the saving before Sephiroth or whoever the final boss is of this game and then going from there. But, yeah, I'm not sure. I feel like once I beat it, I'll be I'll have my fill unless somehow I'm going to be close to the platinum, which I can't even imagine in a game like this. But you never know, I guess. Yeah, it does just seem unreal that we're about to get this game. Like, I don't know. I, I really thought it was never going to happen. And then even when it was supposedly going to happen, I still didn't think it was going to happen. And I mean, as recent as maybe like a year or so ago, I probably still had some doubts, but I don't know. It's almost here. I did too. I'm shocked, but hopefully someday I'll be sitting in this position when it comes to Metal Gear Solid 3 Remake. 
Yep. I doubt it, though. All right, next up, there was a quick Nintendo Direct Mini that dropped out of nowhere. Some notes here. Xenoblade Chronicles Definitive Edition is coming to Switch May 29th. The Bioshock, Borderlands, and XCOM 2 collections are also out May 29th. The next fighter coming to Smash is somebody from ARMS. <clears throat> and they don't say who it is yet because nobody cares. Uh, Catherine Full Body Edition is coming to the Switch on July 7th. Mario Splatoon and Zelda music has come to ring fit in the new rhythm game mode, which I need to try that out just because it's Zelda and Mario music. Bravely Default 2 was announced coming out in 2020. The demo is out now if you want to go out and try it. I guess it's a turn-based SPG. SPG. What is an SPG? (laughs) RPG. I don't know where that came from. Uh, Clubhouse Games was announced. It's coming out June 5th. This is a collection of 51 different tabletop games. I saw Checkers, Othello, like a a soccer kind of game or something like that. I don't know. Whatever. Uh, Panzer Dragoon Remake is out right now, and it is a timed Switch exclusive. I don't think we had any details yet on when it's coming to PS4 or the X-Bone. Jedi Academy is out now, and Star Wars Episode One Racer will be coming soon. And Burnout Paradise Remastered is coming out in 2020. Sean, is there anything that tickles your fancy there? To me, I'm kind of like, yeah, this is why they didn't announce this ahead of time because there's nothing, there's really nothing in here I care about, honestly. Um, I mean, the, the Ring Fit thing sounds pretty good. Is that out now? Like, could you go play that yeah, right now? Yeah, they put out the update earlier this week. I haven't tried it yet. See, I mean, I don't even have the game, but I mean, that sounds, I mean, that sounds cool. I mean, whenever I hear of rhythm game, you know, I think Guitar Hero. And then when I think of Guitar Hero, but with like Mario and Zelda music, like that's awesome. And I'm sure it's not even just like, <laughs> like squeezing the thing to the beat. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, that sounds kind of cool. Um, I don't really know anything about Bravely Default, but I kind of want to, I mean, if there's a demo, yeah, I'll go ahead and check it out. Um, I don't know. I mean, Jedi Academy maybe could kind of be cool. I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, if they had announced this, you know, you and I at least, and probably lots of other people would have been like, give us the Prime Trilogy, tell us more about Prime 4, give us, you know, Give us more Breath of the Wild details, something, and then this is what we would have gotten. So, yeah, I can see why they didn't really advertise it. But Yeah, the funny thing is Nintendo hasn't said anything about what their first parties are doing the rest of this year. So they got through Animal Crossing, and nothing else is announced. So we don't know if Breath of the Wild 2 is coming out this year, if they're going to do the Prime Trilogy, if we're going to get a Prime 4 trailer. It'll be out next year. Like, they haven't talked about anything first party after animal crossing so i feel like we've got to be getting close although hell it's almost april maybe they'll just wait till 93 to drop all that on us but um nintendo's got some work to do the rest of this year so we'll see yep all right sean now it's time for the wrap up the outer wilds is coming to steam on june 18th uh doom eternal doubled Doom 2016's revenue in its first weekend, and it is the biggest opening weekend ever in the Doom franchise. 
which I just kind of assumed, but I wanted to put that in there. In Japan, Animal Crossing is sold. And that's pretty impressive. Yeah. It, I mean, it, and I, I mean, I bought the game. I didn't buy 2016. So there you go. Man. Animal Crossing in Japan sold 1.8 million physical copies, the best week ever for a Switch game. Pokemon, uh, between both versions, had sold 1.3 million, and Smash had sold 1.2 million in its first week. Week also it drove sales of actual Switch units through the roof as well. Uh, photo mode has been confirmed for Death Stranding on PS4 in a, and I didn't finish that sentence, but in an upcoming update. Um, it was already <laughs> confirmed that it was going to be on the PC release in June, um, but it should be coming here rather shortly um, for PS4. So, Sean, when you get back into it, you can take some pretty pictures. And also, Great. the uh, PS Plus games seem to have leaked for April, and they will supposedly be Uncharted 4 and Dirt Rally 2.0. Sean, I think it's at the point now where you just watch cutscenes from 3 and finally play 4. What do you think? I I agree. I think I'm ready to play four when it. Well, no, because April's already well, crazy. But I'll download it. And I'll probably play it exactly in instead of playing but, Ghost of Tsushima. You can play <laughs> Uncharted Four. Right, and that's it, ladies and gentlemen. And Sean, did you know that we're doing something again this week? I, I did. I don't know that we I should was try just, to sing it, though, because I don't know how it's going to work. I was just thinking there's a little bit of a delay between the two of us, so we're not going to sing it. I'm just going to say... Or we just do it, and it'll be hilarious, and it'll, it ends up how it ends up. Okay. We're going to try this. God <laughs> almighty. This is going to be me singing by myself for a lot of it before the delay <laughs> kicks in. All right. We're going to go one, two, three, go, and then you sing. Yep. You're, you're not even going to sing. I know that's what's going to happen. No, I'm going to sing with you on my end, but who knows what that's going to sound like on okay, your end. Okay, match, match my pitch or key or note or whatever it is. <clears throat> okay, let's do it. It's that time of the week when we play the... <gasps> it's the back of the box challenge. The box. The, I, I went high on challenge. I just got so confused because I started hearing you when I got to the end of it, and I was like, challenge. That was stupid. Um, if you didn't know, again, I don't know how long we're going to keep this going, but uh, this is the game where we end the podcast with sometimes. Basically, we look at the retail release of a previously released game. I feel like I'm, I think I'm blushing. Um, we, we look at the retail <laughs> box. We turn it around. We read the back of the box. Allowed to the other player bleep out any pertinent information that would give the game away or make it way too obvious. The other player then gets to ask some questions and try to guess the game. That's the back-to-back challenge, and that's what we're going to do right now. Sean, do you want to read first, or do you want me to? Uh, I'll go. You went first last week. All right, week. go. I know I say this a lot, but I feel like it wouldn't surprise me if we have the same game. I think we do, so we'll see what happens. Oh, you agree? Yep. Okay. Okay. These blanks have big problems. Okay, good. That's right. The arch enemy of blank, blank, has kidnapped the ever so popular blank. Now, the blank female's fate rests in the... uh, In the the blank of blank and his crime-fighting pals. Blank, blank, and blank. Four kooky buddies with their own special talent. Blank 
can bounce over bad guys with the best of them. Blank uses his claws to climb walls. Blank prefers to spin through them. And Blank can glide through the air and swim like a fish. <laughs> Choose which partner <laughs> Choose which partner you want at the beginning of each level before you face off against time and goofballs gone bad oh. in six zany wonderlands. Is this a uh, sequel? There's more, but... Do you want me to keep going? Or do you have a question? Is this a sequel? No. Oh, it's not Mario 2. Okay. Wait a minute. No. Did this just come out in Japan? No, but I looked up the Doki Doki Panic Box, and it's just in Japanese. Okay, I think. <laughs> All right, keep going. Okay. And then they start off a sentence with and. And these characters are the weirdest sights you'll ever see. Blank will nibble you numb. Blank the blank can knock you silly with his dumbbells. And blank the overly affectionate one will leave you blank. To save blank, you need to beat each boss character and swipe the five cage keys. You'll also have to find your way through haunted forests, creepy pirate ships, hidden rooms, dingy back alleys, secret chambers, and blank. And to finally get to blank's mansion. But to get that far, you'll need to watch out for traps, moving floors, switches, and doors. So you better get jumping, or it'll be curtains for our playful pals. Is this part of a series? Um, I don't know. Okay, well then it's not Donkey Kong Country. I mean, there's other... No, there's other games in this franchise. I'll say Is that. it a licensed game? Yes. Is it a Disney property? Uh, no. Is it a Warner Brothers property? Uh, yes. Is this 8-bit? Crap, yes. well, I didn't want you to say yes. Um, <laughs> do you play... Uh, um, is Castle in the title? No. Is this a Looney Tunes game? Kind of. Oh, it's 8-bit. Is it on the NES? Okay. Yes. I was like, is this the Tasmania Game Gear game? Um, you said it's kind of Looney Tunes? Yeah. So, Bugs, Daffy... Porky Pig, Rootness, Tootness, What's-His-Face-With-The-Mustache. What are some of the other characters? <laughs> Taz, Roadrunner. Oh, my God. Um, I have no idea. So some people can swim. Some can spin. Oh, so Taz spins through walls. Somebody, did it say somebody runs fast somebody swims like a fish somebody jumps on them That's somebody uses their claws somebody spins and somebody glides through there sylvester uses his claws 
Bugs jumps on people. I could. Am, am I way off? Uh, yes and no. Okay, so it's not Bugs, but it is Sylvester. Are they trying to save Bugs? No. We definitely did not own this game. No, but we've played it. On the NES. Oh. The only one I can think of is Bugs' Crazy Castle or whatever it's called. Now think back to before I started reading and what did I yeah, say? Yeah, that's what I'm confused about because you said you thought we both would have picked this game. Mm-hmm. You played Animal Crossing, Final Fantasy VII. <sighs> Ninja, now don't go too don't go too far away from where you were. Before. Where was I before? From Looney Tunes. Yeah. What? 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 I don't know how this connects. My boys did watch Space <laughs> Jam. Is it a Space Jam game? <laughs> no. I'm trying to think. It's not a Looney Tunes game. Okay. But it has their characters? Mm, not that I know of. This isn't like a... No, it's 8-bit, so obviously it's not Kingdom Hearts. Wait, but not that you can think of. Now I'm freaking lost. Oh, wait a minute. But... <laughs> is Is this a game about small cartoon characters? It is. Is it Tiny Toons something, something, something on the NES? It's just Tiny oh, Toon Adventures, okay. but yes. My gosh. <laughs> no. And when I look at the back of the box, this is definitely, this game looks very similar. This may be the best game of the three, honestly. And I'm judging that because I know I've played it, but just the fact that you can switch Yeah, I didn't remember that. Like, they all have hours. It, judging by the pictures, it looks like very similar sprites to the Genesis yep. one. It's way closer to Genesis than Super Nintendo, but yeah, I'm looking at it now. This may be the best game of the three. I mean, I don't know. I'm judging it just, but I know I've played it before and I know I liked it and the pictures are bringing me back, but it's possible. This may be the best of the three. All right. I may need to, f and I kind of, yeah, play it. I may need to fire this up on the pie. Um, yeah, this looks really good. This was what? 92. I think it said, this looks too good for 92 on the NES. This looks like it's like a 94 or 95 kind of game. Uh, this says 91. 91. Wow. Okay. All right. Good job. I should have seen that coming. So now you're probably like, what the hell game did he pick? And this is really, really <laughs> dark. So I'm going to have to zoom in and I've got these lights in my eyes. Oh, and now I looked at them. So now I can't see anything. Okay. Ready? All I see is your phone. <laughs> oh, because you're looking at the, the webcam. All right. Ready? <laughs> yeah. Eight great fighters, eight proud civilizations, and a champion who wants to destroy them all. You are up against the best known fighters in the universe, capitalized, in a brawl to the death. The competition 
will be held in eight different arenas. This is so hard to see on eight different blanks against eight very different competitors. Blanks, blanks, blanks will all use a barrage of attacks to eliminate you from the competition permanently. In this blank event, there are no prizes for second place, only body bags. Um. Okay. So it's a fighting That's game. Correct. <laughs> um, sixteen bit. I don't even know. No, I don't think so. No, it, no, not sixteen bit. Sorry. I mean, okay. Is it an arcade no. game? Well, not. I, I don't know for sure, but I'm pretty sure it was not. Okay. Um. Did we own this game? Yes. But it's not 16 bit. That is correct. You're going to get it pretty quickly. Is it 32? I would I would say it's 32. I don't know for sure, so that should Is it Virtual no, Fighter? Cuz I know that's 32 bit. Yeah, okay. But oh, if, is this the stupid game that I asked about last week? Why do you think I thought we both picked the same game? <laughs> FX, FX Fighter. Fighter. Released in 95 for DOS. Also, by the way, Sean, there was a sequel, and I did not know this, called FX Fighter Turbo that came out in 96. Does it look Let the me same? look it up. Um, let me look at the backs of these boxes. Uh... Oh, it looks like it's, it looks worse. And it looks like it's 2D. That's weird. Oh, weird. maybe it's not. Well, no, it came out for DOS. I was going to say, well, let me look at the US version. Yeah, that's, oh no, it's still 3D, I guess. It just, it definitely looks way worse. And that's saying something. So now they have 11 wow. fighters in FX Fighter Turbo. So, yep, you got it. Good job, Sean. I remember when we, there was a time where we would constantly bring that game up and we could never remember it. And then I finally figured out the name of it and I, it was one of the most proudest moments of my life. I was like, oh my God, yes, that's I it. I don't know how you ever got to it if you were searching or if it just came from your mind. But once you finally said it. I think it literally, I think it was just buried in my mind yeah. and it just randomly came out one day. I'm like, oh, wait a minute. FX Fighter, is that that game that I'm always talking about? And I looked it up and it was. Well, when you said it, it was when I still had my old phone. I immediately searched for it, opened up a tab, and then just left it alone. But then when I got my new phone, I lost all the open tabs I had. So it was just, it was somewhere back in my mind palace too that I was like, oh yeah, FX Fighter, I need to do this. And I'd thought of it before you mentioned it last week, but I was like, well, now, I, yeah, I'm going to do it. So, Yeah. That's it, ladies and gentlemen, for episode 175. We hope the quality has been okay. If not, we'll try to figure it out next week under our Safer at Home guidelines here in Memphis and the surrounding areas. 
Speaking of Memphis, we are part of the Nerd901 family, so go to nerd901.com for all things nerdy in Memphis and around the multiverse. Also, check out Ernie the Blurred Without Fear at youtube.com slash Fear. You can find us on Twitter. I'm at KevinWhite24. Sean, I don't know which direction he is, one of these. He's at RealSeanWhite. Together, we're at two-player underscore co-op. Um, you know the rest of it. Patreon, Twitch, YouTube, audio service around the multiverse, all that fun stuff. Um, we hope you guys are doing well. We hope we were able to entertain you a little bit this week. Um, and hopefully we will be back next week. But until that time, Sean, go ahead and take us out. Thank you for playing. <laughs>